Welcome back to Here's the Deal, everyone. I am going to do a solo episode today talking about reverse dieting. So you guys hear me talk a lot about reverse dieting in my social media and if you do our groups. And this is honestly one of the primary focal points that we have in my VIP community. And that's our ongoing um, support group, if you will, for graduates of Lift to Get Lean and the Revive program. Now, the way I look at it, reverse diets are not an option. If you commit to a fat loss phase or a diet, then you need to finish that fat loss phase with a reverse diet. So let's back up and let's talk about what is a reverse diet. A reverse diet is slowly and gradually adding calories back in or just to whatever you are eating so that you can restore your metabolism so that you could build your metabolism and you can get your hormones back to optimal levels. So this is a wonderful strategy to be able to eat more without gaining a lot of weight. Now, there are a couple different ways to do it, and we will talk about that. But again, I want to reiterate, it's, it's not an option because this is why people, they go on diets, they lose weight, but then they gain the weight again, plus some, because they go from eating 1,200, 1,400, 1,500 calories a day as their deficit, but then they jump right back up to eating their normal calories or beyond, so you have this rapid weight gain, your body doesn't have a chance to adapt. You know, that's a 600 calorie difference right there. So when you slowly and gradually increase your calories, and these typically come from an additional carbohydrate and fat, then you minimize that weight gain. You, you're able to eat more. It's absolutely phenomenal. And you start to feel better um, and you're able to continue to make progress. And we'll talk about the benefits of a reverse diet in just a moment. But let's talk about who should do this. Well, first of all, if you have just finished up a fat loss phase, um, I, I like to say 12 to 16 weeks max for that fat loss phase. Let's say your time is up. You may or may not have reached your goal. A lot of people, you won't have reached your goal just yet because it's going to take a couple rounds of this fat loss in order for you to get to your desired physique. But even let's say you did reach your fat loss goal. Great. You need to reverse diet. So again, if you've completed a fat loss phase, 12 to 16 weeks in fat loss in a deficit, it's now time for you to make an exit. Your exit strategy is this reverse diet. Let's say you haven't necessarily been in a fat loss phase, but you are eating an amount of calories that is just unsustainable. You're hungry all the time. You're cold all the time. Your hair is falling out. You don't have any energy for your workouts. You're just miserable. That's a great sign that you need to reverse diet. And if you're feeling like that, you might want to be a little bit more aggressive, meaning add those carbs and fats more quickly so that you start to feel better faster. Now, another reason you would want to reverse diet is if your goal changes. So maybe you did have this goal of fat loss, but now your goal is muscle building. 
you would reverse diet from your fat loss macros up into muscle building macros. And you want to be in a little bit of a surplus if muscle building truly is your goal. If you are newer to strength training, yes, you can get some of those newbie gains while you're in maintenance, so long as you are training um, in a way that's stimulating the muscle to grow and to build. But if you really want to build muscle efficient, efficiently, bump it up to that caloric surplus, 10 to 20%, depending on what you're comfortable with, and then reap the benefits of your training and your nutrition paired up together. And then the final group that I'll talk about today are those of you, if you just want to increase your metabolism, you're like, okay, eating 1700 calories a day is cool. and able to maintain my weight. I want to be able to eat 2200 calories a day, 2400 calories a day, 2600 calories a day. And I think that's a really, um, I, I, I love that goal for people, right? You want to be this metabolic machine? Absolutely. Let's train our metabolism to be able to handle more food. And it's not that we're wanting to eat junk food, right? We're still eating whole foods. We're just eating more of them. We are, we're, we're inviting in more freedom into our lives. We're able to not have to micromanage our macros all the time. You're not having to constantly weigh your peanut butter because you know that too much, too many fats are going to put you over. So there's a lot of benefits to this reverse diet. So that's who should do it. Let's talk about how you do it. So like I mentioned, you slowly and gradually add carbohydrates and fats back in. This is assuming that you are eating enough protein right off the bat. So, you know, there's a couple of different schools of thought for this. For today's conversation, I will say 0.8 grams up to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. Okay. If you have a lot of weight to lose, you could do your estimated lean body mass instead of body weight but somewhere around there. Um, so for example, if you weigh 140 pounds, 140 grams of protein, you weigh 150, 150 grams of protein. If that seems too much to you, take it down to that 0.8 multiplier. So those of you who are vegans or vegetarians, you know, I, I want this to fit into your lifestyle. So use that lower end number of the acceptable range so that you are eating enough protein to reach your goals. So if you're eating enough protein, then you are just going to be adding carbohydrates and fats in. Now, even just earlier on, um, I would say last year, my straight out the gate answer would be you're going to add 10 grams of carbs and two grams of fat for that initial bump. What we are learning, and when I say we, the nutrition coaches, nutrition science is pretty young, you guys. What we are learning is that our bodies are super adaptable right? So we don't have to go quite so low in that initial bump. So now I'm advising clients to go ahead and add 200 calories right off the bat, two or 300 calories right off the bat coming from your carbohydrates and fats. So I believe that works out to be like 40 grams of fat or 40 grams of carbohydrates and four grams of fat. That'll get you about 200 calories. So your 12 weeks is over, you add 40 grams of carbohydrates, four grams of fat, and you ride that out. You have those same macros for the next two weeks. Okay. And you might gain some weight in that first week, but your body will stabilize. It will level out because it's going to adapt to that extra food. So then two weeks later, you're going to add 
that 10 grams of carbs and two grams of fat. And that's 50 calories, not even 50 calories. Your body is going to adapt to that. So you keep on adding these 10 grams of carbs, one or two grams of fat until you get up to your maintenance calories. Now that always begs the question, what are my maintenance calories? This is the big unknown, right? So you can use any sort of online calculator. You can use the Precision Nutrition online calculator. You can use the TDEE nutrition calculator, TDEE calculator. That's your total daily energy expenditure calculator. Just Google it and you'll find it. Those are going to give you estimations. You won't really know what your maintenance is until you get in there, right? And keep in mind, your maintenance is a range. So for me, I can pretty much maintain my weight. I have a pretty wide maintenance range. Um, but let's, for sake of argument, say my maintenance range is 2,000 to 2,300 calories, depending on where I'm at in my cycle, depending on my activity level and, and, and all of that. So your maintenance is going to be arranged, a range, and you don't just want to go to the lower end of that range. You want to go to the higher end of that range. And the reason we want to do that is, you know, so for the next time you go into a fat loss phase, you can start with a 15 or 20% deficit from that maintenance and you don't have to suffer, right? A lot of you, you may be maintaining your weight on 1500 calories a day, but if you want to lose weight, you're going to have to cut your calories down even more. And that is just, that's not sustainable. That is not fun. And you're setting yourself up to fail right? So why not build your metabolism up so your body can handle 2,300 calories a day, 2,400 calories a day, so that when you go into a 20% deficit, you're starting at like, you know, I don't know what the math is off the top of my head. Let's say 1,800 calories. That's not bad for fat loss. Some of you aren't even maintaining your weight on 1,800 calories. So the higher you drive your, your calories, your maintenance calories, the easier it's going to be to get into a deficit that doesn't suck, doesn't suck the life out of you. That's not a horrible, terrible experience. So that's why you want to push the edge on, um, on that high end of your maintenance. So it's not like really a set time frame. How long do I reverse diet? You keep on going until you get to that upper range of your maintenance. Now, a couple guidelines it are you want your reverse diet to be as at least as long as the fat loss phase that you were in um and the more aggressive you were in that deficit like the deeper it was the more time you want to spend in a reverse just giving your body a chance to get back to its factory settings if you will so the hormones can get back to their optimal level. So your metabolism can get back to that optimal range as well. So that's why we do this because when you go in a caloric deficit, there are metabolic and hormonal adaptations. There's, there's no getting around it. And me as your nutrition coach, or if you work with someone else on my team, our job is to mitigate this adaptation. Adaptation is a wonderful thing, except when it comes to fat loss. When your body adapts, you stop losing fat, you stop losing weight. So if you have fat loss goals, that's your body. When your body adapts, that's not a great thing. That's when you hit those plateaus. And that's another reason why you want to play 
that high end of your maintenance, because in your fat loss phase, you're going to start with your initial deficit, and then you're going to have to lower your calories again. You are going to hit a plateau. So that gives you room to lower your calories again, once you hit that plateau and maybe even lower them a third time, or you can add cardio back in or cardio in. We're not talking about how to set up a fat loss phase today, but you've got options when you do it the right way. You have so many more tools in your bag if you can get your metabolism back to where it needs to be. So real quickly, let's talk about these hormonal and metabolic adaptations. So non-exercise activity, you guys hear me talk a lot about that, like getting our 10,000 steps in a day. When you go on a diet, your non-exercise activity goes down. Part of that is conscious. The other part of that is subconscious. Your body just starts to protect itself. So people who use their hands to talk a lot and they fidget at their desk or they tap their feet at, at lunch or at dinner, they've got energy that they're burning. When you go into that deficit, those things stop. Your body takes those movements away because it's trying to save calories for all of the essential functions that have to happen. So your non-exercise activity, thermogenesis, the calories you burn from non-exercise activity, which is the biggest portion of, of your metabolism, your total daily energy expenditure beside your basal metabolic rate that makes up your basal metabolic rate is your non-exercise activity. That goes down when you go on a diet. The thermic defect of food, it goes down. Why? Well, because you're eating less. The more you eat, the more you burn. The less you eat, the less you burn. So when you eat less, you are thereby going to eat, um, you're thereby going to burn less calories in that deficit. So your metabolism is now down by two things. The third thing, exercise activity thermogenesis. So the output that you have during your workouts. You may not notice this right away, but as time goes on and you're in that deficit and you're in your workouts, you don't have the energy. You know, food is energy. Calories are energy. You use that energy when you train, but when you take energy away, you go into that deficit, you don't have that energy to expend. So you're not getting as much bang for your buck from your workouts. So there's three things lowering our metabolic rate. And then finally, your overall resting metabolic rate goes down because of all of these things. So your metabolism is going to slow down when you go on a diet and something else. The reason, one of the reasons your resting metabolic rate goes down is because as you are losing fat, some muscle is also going to go. This is why we prioritize protein in a fat loss phase. And we still want to strength train. We still want to be striving for those PRs when we are strength training to stimulate the muscle, to give it a reason to stick around but you're gonna lose some muscle along with that fat. And that's also going to lower your metabolic rate. Now, the other implications, let's talk about the hormonal implications. There's a couple of hormones associated with hunger and satiety. So the first one is ghrelin. Ghrelin is your hunger hormone. When you go on a diet, ghrelin increases. This means you feel hungrier faster. That's exactly what you do not want when you are on a diet. You don't want to feel hungry because it's hard to stay compliant when you feel hungry. Ghrelin goes up. Leptin, your satiety hormone, goes down. So let me, let me, let me put this in perspective for you. You go on a diet. 
you feel hungrier faster and it takes longer to get full, but you're trying to eat less. You see how you are set up to fail long-term. So that leptin, it goes down your satiety hormone, your stress hormone, cortisol, it goes up. When cortisol goes up, sex hormones go down. That makes fat loss, weight loss really, really hard. Inflammation increases. When the sex hormones go down and your thyroid goes down, then you have less energy. Also, your insulin levels lower. So the reason we reverse diet is to get leptin and ghrelin back to where they need to be, to get your cortisol back to where it needs to be, to get testosterone, your sex hormones, where they need to be, your thyroid back where it needs to be. A lot of times people feel like shit because of their hormones, but it's not like they need to go on a bunch of hormonal supplements or do a bunch of crazy things. They just need to start eating a little bit more, prioritizing rest and getting out of that caloric deficit. That will help a lot of people's hormone problems. So this is why you want to do this. So I think I've covered it all, you guys. Like, what is a reverse diet? Slowly, gradually adding calories in. Who needs to do it? Basically, anyone that wants to increase their metabolic rate or you finished up a fat loss phase, your goal may or may not have been met. Even if you have a lot of weight to lose, but you've been in that fat loss phase for like three years or three years, excuse me, three months, it's going to come to the point where you have diminishing returns, right? So reverse diet and live at your maintenance. And I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. Um, how long do you do it until you get up to your maintenance, right? That's how long you reverse diet till you get to that upper level of your maintenance calories, which is a moving target. Now, the last thing I'll talk about is after this, it's not like, okay, I reverse diet for three months. I'm going to go back into my fat loss phase. No. The next step after this is for you to stay at your maintenance calories and you can have that range. So days you're training, you can go higher, rest days, you can go lower, or you don't have to do that. You could have days where you do legs, you go higher, legs, you do upper body, it's mid range, rest days, you go lower. You don't have to do that. You can eat consistently across the board. You could step away from tracking, but the majority of the year, you do not want to be in a deficit. So what we tell our clients is six months out of the year, at least you are living at maintenance. If you jump too quickly back into fat loss after your reverse diet, your attempts will not be successful. I have had this happen to me in the past. I've had it happen to clients when I was a younger coach. It happens. We learn from our mistakes. Don't just reverse to get right back into a fat loss. Okay, you want to spend some decent time in your maintenance calories. And you might find that maintenance is a beautiful place, right? You may not be your leanest, but that's okay because the freedom that you have, the lifestyle that you have, that far outweighs you having to micromanage your food, not having all the energy in the world, not being able to do a bunch of social things, even though you have six pack abs, right? So, you know, you have to evaluate the cost of getting lean. What is that? What do I want? What's important to me? I am all for aesthetic goals. I trust me. I am. I want you to have that body that you want. I want you also to understand that there's more to life than that. And just because you can, doesn't mean that you have to, 
Just because you can, doesn't mean that you should. What do I mean by that? Just because you can have a six pack, doesn't mean that you have to have a six pack. Just because you can have a six pack, doesn't mean you should have a six pack, right? So don't run into that, um, that problem. Those of you, like not, not everyone has these dreams of being super shredded and lean, right? Some people just want to feel good in their skin. Um, I, you may have heard me say this before. My friend Dawn, I'll never forget what she said her goal was. She was like, Kylie, I just want my boobs to stick out farther than my stomach. Hell yeah, I love that goal. Those of us, I'll put myself in this group. I do have the ability to get pretty lean. I know it's not in my best interest to be there year round. And now I don't have any desire to do that. As I end up my, as I typically, as I end a fat loss phase, I'll, I'll, I'll feel that greed. Like, I don't want to get out just yet, but don't get greedy in your fat loss phase. You don't have to look a certain way just because you can, right? It's actually better for your body to have seasons just like we have seasons of the year. And I'll even notice that my body changes throughout the year. Anyway, I typically am living in maintenance throughout the winter. But as I think back to like, before I even was a nutrition coach, I was like, my body would just change in the winter anyway. And then the minute the days get longer and you're naturally more active, some weight goes away or you feel a little bit leaner or thinner because you maybe are because you're moving more. So allow your body to have these phases and stages. No one's expecting you to be your leanest year round. None of us need to do that. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you are not a competitor because that's not who I am speaking to. None of us are stepping on stage. So again, you just are always evaluating the cost of getting lean. What do I want? What am I willing to sacrifice? Um, What do I want? What should I be sacrificing? And, And you know, only you can make that decision But even when you do get super lean, if you're one of those people that can get super lean, you still have to reverse diet. You still need to get into your maintenance because that's what's best for your body. And it's also just going to give you so much floor flexibility and freedom in your life. So I hope I answered a lot of your questions on what's reverse diet. How do I do it? How long do I have to do it? um, And what do I do after that? Let me know if you have any other questions, you guys. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Here's the Deal. If you learned something today in just this short time that we were together, imagine what you could learn in eight weeks with me and my team. We have another round of Lift Get Lean starting on March 14th. So depending on when you listen to this, it might be the perfect time for you to get signed up. That's eight weeks where you learn how to track your macros. You learn about this reverse dieting. You get an eight-week or actually a six-week training program. And we focus on all of the mindset and self-compassion pieces, helping you to build your systems, your structures, and your schedules. So you are set up for success. It is like no other program that you've ever done. And it's really hard for me to describe it. 
because it's it's a feeling it's a community and you can't put that into words um, you can check out my website if you're interested in more details on that and get signed up at lift to get lean with kylie.com until next time bye bye